And good morning, listeners, and welcome to Sacred Space here in West Lemmick 102. My name is John Keeley. All alone today, uh, that doesn't happen too often. Uh, the reason for that is because we have a special program that we'd planned for some time for today. It being in the middle of Christian Unity Week, and I have um, an interview which we're going to play on part two and part three. So we'll just wait for that. But at the outset of the program, it's only fair that I mention, uh, unfortunately, as most of you would be aware, um, the program did not go out last, it was not broadcast last Sunday morning. Something completely outside of the control of the Sacred Space team here. Uh, we made a, a beautiful program. We recorded, as you might know, every Thursday evening. We had uh, Michael Keaton with us from the Parish of Kalidi and Ashford, and Michael gave us a beautiful reflection on St. Ita. As we all know, last Sunday was the Feast of St. Ita, one of the patrons of the diocese. It really was a beautiful program, and I suppose it's only fair that we say uh, from all of us, Michael, thank you very much indeed for the effort that you made uh, in making that program. Hopefully people heard it last Thursday evening on our repeat program. Um, it's also up on the blog, uh, which, of course, as you might be aware at this stage, is on www.sacredspace102.blogspot.com. But in the event of anybody uh, wanted to try and get some uh, recording of that, please uh, either get in touch with myself, uh, John Keeley here uh, at the station, that's in Sacred Space, West Limit 102 Radio, Shane's Road, Newcastle West, or by email, sacredspace102 at gmail.com. Or maybe contact my colleague uh, Lorraine Buckley, uh, the Paris Secretary there in Newcastle West. And between us, we'll try and uh, facilitate you as best we can. It really was a beautiful program. And again, Michael, thank you very much indeed for all the work you put in for that. As I said, um, this program is especially, as we always say every week, uh, for those people who are ill. We know that there's quite a few of them these days who are housebound, can't get out of the house and maybe can't even get out of bed. Those of you in nursing homes. As we often say in this program, we mean this, it's especially for you. And we do hope that you take something from the program and enjoy the program. Uh, hopefully the Holy Spirit will speak through, the, through either what we say here or, or the music. Um, at the start of each program, we always light a candle here, and I, I've certainly lit one this morning. That's to remind myself and uh, and yourselves out there that we are joined in this sacred space together by the Holy Spirit. We're everywhere in the world. The reason why I say that is because on our blog, which again is sacredspace102.blogspot.com, uh, we are available um, to have each program uh, podcast which means anybody wants to listen to any program that we've made in the last few years, that's really up in the podcast at the moment. And we know that people listening to us from all over the world. Um, a, very wel- a, a very special welcome to our 132nd visitor to the blog, which was uh, somebody logged in during the week from the Maldives, and I had to find out where that was, and um, it's just off the coast of South Africa. So welcome indeed. Anybody who's joining us from distant places, you're very welcome. Um, if you do want to contact the station, as I said, during the week on anything at all regarding the sacred space, please pass a message on. It's 069 is the phone number. Or you can drop a line to West Limerick 102 Radio, Sheen's Road, Newcastle West. Or you can t- contact us uh, by, on sacredspace102 at gmail.com. And again, thanks for all those people who are remembering us in your prayers because we certainly need them and uh, we hope that there's something in this program for everybody. If you want anything else added to the program, please give us a call at any of those contact details, and we'll do the best we can. At this part of the program, we always have a prayer space. The idea of this prayer space is really to play some gentle music and to allow ourselves to get in contact with our God, or as we say, let God get in contact with ourselves. But while we are in this prayer space, we might want to pray for somebody, somebody who's lonely at this time, who we know. Somebody who's waiting results of surgery. Somebody who's really unemployed, finding life hard, finding life very difficult these days. But we also thank God for all the things we've been given, our faith and our families and our work, creation, our neighbours and our lives. But also here in Sacred Space, we do have a few intentions um, that we like to mention uh, as often as we can. And those would be to pray for the unemployed and those seeking work, for immigrants, for the government, for vocations, for bankers and those in financial services, for priests, 
the Diocese of Limerick and the selection of our new bishop. International Congress that's coming up later on this year. We pray for our Pope, Pope Benedict XVI, for our youth, for cancer patients, for the media and the press, and for persecuted Christians. And for all those, we'll offer a, a piece of music and our prayers just in a few seconds. But before we do that, there's always a spiritual communion prayer that we mention each week, and I certainly like it, and I'm sure other people would find it with me. And maybe please pray with me. My Jesus, I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul. I embrace you as already there. I unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. So the first bit of music I'm going to play this morning is a piece of Tasey uh, from uh, the album Laudate, and it's entitled, O Lord, Hear My Prayer. So let's hear this. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the second part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. I said, my name is John Keeley. So for the second part and third part, uh, what we're going to do is, is play a recording that I made last weekend um, with former Dean Morris Sir from St. Mary's uh, Church of Ireland Cathedral in Limerick. And the idea would be that, that I had was really to try and find out a little bit more about the Church of Ireland. So listen, listen to this and see what you think. Good morning and uh, welcome again to Sacred Space in West Limit 102. My name is John Keeley. Delighted this morning to be uh, having a beautiful chat here with um, someone from another tradition from the Church of Ireland. Well, very welcome to the programme. Uh, former Dean of St Mary's Cathedral here in Nurmik and Church of Ireland. 
Dean Morris, sir. Good morning. And good morning to you, John. And thank you very much indeed for having uh, the for allowing us the opportunity of joining you here in St Mary's, uh, a beautiful cathedral. I must admit, it's my first time uh, visiting the cathedral, and the welcome that I got this morning was was beautiful. Thank you very much, Neil, for that. Okay, uh, this being the week of uh, we're in the middle of. Uh, the week of Christian unity, both within the Catholic tradition and the Church of Ireland tradition. It goes on from the, 20, from the 18th to the 25th of January each year. Uh, so this particular study, we decided that we'd take another uh, slant with sacred space and we'd, we'd have a chat with someone just to um, fill ourselves, just to be filled with some um, acquaintance with the Church of Ireland, uh, its membership, its beliefs and so on and so forth. So maybe, Dean, uh, we might just start off, uh, Morris, with uh, maybe your own story in terms of uh, your experience with um, being a member of the Church of Ireland for so many years, a long time, no doubt. But long time. Where do you come from, by the way, what part of the country? Originally from Monaghan. Okay. That's where I came from. Nice, nice part. Is it, is it, yeah, the, the undulating hills. You know, Beautiful countryside. Isn't it just indeed? Okay. Uh, Drumland country. Okay. Uh, and um, I, was, uh, uh, I, was, I was born there, actually, uh, and I lived my first years there. It was, a, it, it, it was, um, uh, my father was the rector of the parish there, so I'm a, I'm a sort of the rector, really. Okay. Uh, but uh, I say born in Monaghan, because in fact, reading my lifespan, actually, travelled uh, from school, because we were in boarding school in Dundalk. In Dundalk, okay. Uh, and then uh, I, I went to Dublin, where I was uh, trained for, uh, first of all, it was a degree in, in, in Trinity, and then later on for the ministry. Okay. Uh, and um, then in Belfast. Uh, were across the choir stall. Uh, okay. I saw my wife. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These things happen. These things all do happen. Oh, yes, very good. Uh, and then travelling from there, then back down to Sligo. Okay. Uh, where I spent eighteen years, uh, and then from there I was called down to here to to, to Limerick, where I, I became the rector and the dean of uh, St Mary's Cathedral and uh, Limerick City Parish. So, there's, there's uh, in a nutshell, I was 24 years as, as, as the Dean here in Rector. Okay, and, 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 and maybe just before we, just before we go on... I've still got the North of Ireland accent. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. that. <laughs> I've noticed that. What's the function of a Dean, by the way, just before we go on any further? Um, yeah. As opposed to maybe, you know, within the Catholic tradition we have the... Um, you know, we'd have the curator, maybe the parish priest, and maybe the bishop. The dean? The, the dean has a responsibility for uh, the cathedral church of the diocese. Okay. 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 Uh, and um, uh, it's, it's basically administrative and uh, the organizing of the cathedral itself. Okay. Uh, and for the uh, diocesan services and all of that. Okay, okay. So unfortunately, now, in fact, it tends to be actually making sure the building stands. <laughs> uh, I, think that, I think that's the same with the few churches. Okay, um, this being the Church of Ireland um, community that we're speaking about now at the moment, that, that obviously uh, is within the whole Anglican community. Can you talk to us a little bit about that, the relationship between the Church of Ireland mm-hmm. and the Anglican community worldwide? Because I believe that's massive, that's millions. So how does that all fit in? Yeah, um, the Church of Ireland is an Episcopal church. Okay. First, first of all. It has a bishop. Uh, it has a bishop, and, uh, and, the, and under that, the clergy, mm-hmm. and, 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 and the, the congregations of the, of the various parishes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the Church of Ireland is a, a member of the Anglican communion, oh. rather than Anglican as such. Okay. Uh, the Church of Ireland, therefore, in fact, really is, is self-governing. Okay. And uh, our general synod, along with the, which comprises the bishops, uh, the clergy, and the laity in various proportions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can bore you with that unless you really want to know. No, no, no. no. <laughs> but it's actually is extremely representative. Yes. For every clergy person who's on the synod, there are two lay people. And of course, the House of Bishops then is a, is, is a sort of a, the, 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 the top notch. Uh, okay. Well, well, well I, I suppose now that you mention the word synod, you know, people say, well, what's the function of a synod? Well, what? Because we don't have a synod. And, and the Irish. That would be one of the major differences between <laughs> it, it must be, yeah, it must be. So, therefore, yeah. what's its function and, and, and 
tell us about it. Yeah, uh, well, there, there are several centers actually. Uh, okay. There are di- uh, actually, the, the, the thing starts actually from the grassroots. Okay, this happens. Okay. Yeah, from right. the, yeah. the okay. okay. So, in other words, uh, within a parish, okay. you have people elected to a diocesan structure, which is a diocesan synod. Okay. And from the diocesan synod, then there are representatives of the diocese sent to uh, the general synod. And it's the general synod actually that makes the rules for the governance of the Church of Ireland along with the House of Bishops. Okay, so therefore there is an input right away from parish level. Right. So, for instance, if there is a proposal or um, um, to change maybe a liturgy or to add to a liturgy or, or, or whatever that might be, and it might come from parish level, from the diocesan level, and then that, that, that gets mentioned for want of a better word, if it goes through up to the synod. Mm, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't actually, you know, uh, liturgy, I think yeah, okay. a bit, a bit, bit technical from a, yeah, yeah, a parish point okay, of view. Okay. So in other words, there would be, uh, we have a liturgical advisory committee, okay. and they would actually formulate uh, the various things, which then would, uh, would, would, would be disseminated actually down through to the various parishes. And they would then be able to make judgments about this. Okay. And within the context of those judgments, General Synod would make the ruling. Okay. Yeah. So uh, our liturgies, therefore, would be uh, would, would receive the authority of the General Synod uh, to be used in the churches. Okay. Stay in the Synod for a second, if you don't mind. Then most of us would have heard about the Lambeth Conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that and, and its relationship with the Anglican community worldwide. Yes, the, the, the Lambeth Conference covers all the churches mm. uh, within the Anglican communion from uh, uh, Africa right through to, to uh, South America. Okay. Uh, right. All of them would be, would be part and parcel uh, of, of the Lambeth Conference. There's <laughs> a huge number of bishops, and it's the bishops of, of, of the Anglican communion who meet together uh, at the Lambeth Conference. Okay, and then they would they would uh, talk through the various well the, the various issues that mm-hmm. would be highlighted in any particular uh, session, mm-hmm. and uh, well they the, the would agree and oftentimes agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, <laughs> and that being the point, the point is that they might have issues there that they discuss and maybe give a recommendation for one of a better word. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily mean that each each uh, church within that communion accepts that. So the Church of Africa might not decide to accept that particular recommendation that comes from Lambeth, I would say. So that's probably one of the differences between maybe maybe the Roman Catholic tradition Mm -hmm. and the Anglican tradition, Mm -hmm. in that uh, it comes from Rome, it comes from Rome. (laughs) It comes from Lambeth, but it might necessarily be accepted within the local. No, it has to be accepted by the local uh, yes, before self-governing churches. Yeah, yeah. Before, in fact, it becomes because it, it, it becomes the rule of the church whenever general synod approves. Okay, you know, but before that, actually, it could be an aspiration yes. more than a rule. <laughs> and you know, we kind of just touched that a little bit, you know, and say one little um, difference, you know. Uh, say the way that the Lambert Conference works and the way that Roman Courier works and coming all the way down. And I'm sure there's other um, there's other ways that we differ slightly uh, in in terms of our faith in in Jesus Christ and Christianity. And I suppose mm-hmm. maybe before we go any further, it's very important to stress the fact that we agree so much on Jesus Christ and, and the beliefs of Jesus uh, and the teachings of Jesus Christ. The Bible. Not be, not be yes, yeah. in the, from the Bible. Yeah. From We're the a Bible. biblical church. We are. Uh, all of us are. Uh, I mean, we, we, we certainly would play huge, uh, huge weight on, on what the Bible is saying mm. uh, as the inspired word of God. Yeah. Uh, and um, we, we've always had a tradition of it. I mean, within every, well, mm. certainly within certainly with my area of childhood, uh, the family Bible yes. uh, was very much the part and parcel of what was there. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes the family Bible was really the record of the family itself, actually. Yes. So it write it into the front page of mm. the, the various uh, mm. members that had been added um, through baptisms and, and, yeah. and so yes. on. Yes, that's, that's, that's nice. Uh, that's that's nice. Yeah, yeah. 
And of course, I would uh, I suggest too um, that the, that the that scripture and the Bible uh, reading was a little bit more emphasised, possibly with the with the Church of Ireland than it is with the with the Roman Catholics. I know certainly we would have had a Bible at home, mm-hmm. and the Bible would have been there and make sure it's kept nice and tidy and clean, mm-hmm. and not necessarily how much of the Bible went through me. And maybe my my age group as we were coming to now I know within the Catholic Church at the moment that's changed slightly. We do have lecture divine and, and Bible uh, and Bible discussion groups for want of a better word. But in the in the Church of Ireland communion, um, the reading of Scripture was much more common maybe within the home. And would that be fair to say? Or within used to be, I think. Is that the way? Used to be more so than it is at the uh, Unfortunately. Yes, eh? yes, yes. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And hence, therefore, we would talk about uh, Bible study groups. Groups rather than. Uh, yeah. when, when people, a little like the elected. And we had that also. In fact, we, we, we would make use of that as a, a way of bringing, for example, the gospel of the Sunday coming yes. uh, before the people so that we talk about it within yeah. that group. Yes, and see how it can. Sometimes it helps the preacher too. Very much so. And of course, you know, there's a few more things that we do have in common. You do have sacraments within the Church of I know. I wouldn't have been aware of that. Maybe you can just run us through briefly mm-hmm. the sacraments. There's there's two sacraments that we would highlight actually. The, the, two of the, the ones that are are, are um, based on on the teaching of Jesus Himself, mm-hmm. which is the baptism. Yes and also the Holy Communion. Mm-hmm. And those would be the two major sacraments. Uh, and then, of course, there's the sacrament of um, 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 uh, confirmation. Yes, yes. Uh, there's a sacrament of marriage. Marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and penance as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of people think, actually, we, do, we don't have uh, the same emphasis <coughs> excuse me, on, um, on confessions. Yes. You know, where, where you would have actually a, a confessional box yes. in a church. Uh, but we do, interestingly enough, in fact, people don't often appreciate us, but we do actually also have private confession yes. if a person so desires us. Yes. Um, yes. But uh, generally speaking, it would be uh, open confession within the church in general confession as it's known. Yes. I think you use it as well. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And within the context of that, you're thinking, uh, you know, obviously you've, you've, you've thought of it through before you start mm-hmm. uh, as a worshipper in church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what you're saying then is is, 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 is being part of the community. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's interesting, you see, whenever you talk about Christianity nowadays, um, you're, you're often thinking about individuals. People yeah. say, oh, for God's sake, I can pray just as well up in the field yeah. or on the side of a mountain. And they can, of course. Yes. And there's, a, there's yeah. no reason why that shouldn't be so. Yeah. But if actually, basically, uh, we, we should be regarding ourselves as community. Yes. And it's always, and that's the Bible teaching, in fact, actually, the, the community of Israel, uh, Jesus' uh, followers, and the community of the Christian church, mm-hmm. right down mm-hmm. through the early days, we're mm-hmm. a community. And that's our strength. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the, the bands of chord. Yes. You yeah. have one chord, actually, and it'll snap. But yeah. in fact, you've got uh, mm. a whole rope of the stuff. Mm. Uh, it's as strong as steel, you see. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, in, term, uh, in terms of uh, scripture, Morris, um, something just comes to me. In my, I was born <coughs> in, the, in the UK, and my experience then was, um, say, the Church of England, they had an awful lot of Sunday schools mm-hmm. where the children used to go to Sunday school and obviously pick up some of the scriptures and so forth. Does that still pertain at the moment in the Church of Ireland here? Yes, it does. Yeah. In fact, actually, that probably would, would, would be one of the differences. Mm, okay. Maybe uh, one of the strengths that we could offer to, 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 to the other communities. Yes, yeah. Some other yeah, communities yeah. are even better than ourselves. Yes, yeah. Regard. Mm. But uh, no, Sunday school would... That's okay. We have communications. That's great. Okay. My apologies. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Retired and still in school. That's the way it should be. But uh, no, Sunday schools, in fact, uh, we would regard that as a very important um, part of our um, uh, way of nurturing, nurturing the faith. Young people, yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, encouraging them in the faith. Uh, I think your tradition would tend to place an awful lot of responsibility within the national school within system. Within the national school system, yeah. yeah. 
And we do, we do as well, but it's a, it's a much broader thing rather than doctrinal. It, it tends to be broader, uh, Bible teaching and, and, and so on. Scriptures are also broad, right? Yeah. So, so just think about primary schools again, whereas we would have Catholic primary schools. Do you have Church of Ireland primary schools? Or we do. And within that, there'll be a certain amount of religion. Yes, that's what I'm saying, actually. The broader sort of uh, Bible teaching, you know, not so much doctrinal. Now, okay, from a, just from a formal sort of point of view, I should mention it, but formal, but we, we, um, within the Catholic Church, the, 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 the baptism and then the, the child going through its primary cycle would have the sacrament of penance and the sacrament of Holy Communion and then the sacrament of confirmation within that cycle. Uh, within the Church of Ireland, does that same sort of thing happen at that sort of age group? Or, or you know, well, that's a little bit of a debate at the present time within our synod okay. structures about um, First Communion, when can a child receive communion? Okay. And uh, currently, the, 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 the way it is uh, um, set out is that we have uh, confirmation as the, the, sort of the move forward into adult uh, reception of communion. Okay. Um, but uh, more and more, there's a lot of uh, families who, who, who would say, uh, why should my child... Uh, <laughs> I can remember <laughs> one particular instance that I might just sort of... Yeah, draw no problem. To it, yeah. Where the, 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 the child come up at obviously for, for the blessing, yeah. uh, and uh, whenever the sacrament wasn't, wasn't given to the child, they say, uh, on the way back down, and he was shouting and yelling to the father, he didn't give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, normally, what uh, what um, uh, what is the norm actually, mm-hmm. which is authorised in Tennessee, uh, the first communion would be after confirmation. Okay. But in Tennessee, a lot of families are actually would allow their children with education from the parents. Okay. To, to, when they know what, what it's all about, to come and receive the sacrament. Uh, whatever age, in fact, yeah. And would, would this generally be within the junior, within the primary cycle at school? This, this would be actually within the church setting. Yes. Within the church okay. setting. The, okay. Yeah, the primary school wouldn't be dealing with this wouldn't at all. Wouldn't be dealing with that at all. No, no. Now, the reason why I'm saying that now is because obviously within, I know we just discussed it before we, we sent out the interview, uh, Dean, you did hear the podcast there a few weeks ago, Sister mm-hmm. Margaret Sullivan, on baptism, I did indeed. Yeah. And one of the well, one of the points we were discussing just before we uh, just before we uh, started speaking was the fact that within the Catholic tradition, you know, as the sister mentioned, uh, the baptism uh, they, through the primary school, they, you know, they've got a, a first penance and then holy communion, first communion, and then confirmation, and then the next time you see them is well, mm-hmm. when they were married or or whatever. Mm-hmm. Does that sort of Thing happened within the Church of Ireland, or you know, you know, the, 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 you know it's, 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 I suppose what I'm trying to get to is like, is there more of a choice within the Church of Ireland as to whether they will go on and make first communion and, uh, and confirmation rites within the Catholic school? It's almost a tradition. You'll do it because you're there. Mm. No, it, is, it, it would be more of a choice. It's more, more of a choice, choice sometimes of a parent, really, more than anything else. Mm-hmm. We do have difficulty, actually, with confirmation when they also, mm-hmm. the joke is, is, is that actually it's the passport out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is it's unfortunate. I mean, yes. And it does, it requires a lot of teaching. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and a lot of, we, we would regard it as youth ministry, where, in fact, we're trying to encourage young people actually to be part of the church family. I think the young people nowadays actually like to have their songs, yeah, and yeah, and, and so sort of yeah. lively stuff, and and it's beautiful. I've heard some of it. It's lovely, yeah, absolutely. And the unfortunate thing is, some of the older congregations <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't necessarily feel it as appreciate that. Yeah, no, not as, not as uh, it wouldn't be as strong and supportive. What is a great tradition that the Church of Ireland have is this singing the faith. I think is the way we spoke about it before we the years. I think that is a very important aspect. Yeah. One of the major differences that we have. It is, yeah. It is. Your your, your uh, side of the house actually yeah. tend to sing very well in pubs. You're very good at that. <laughs> then we start a church and get a problem. But it's interesting actually because I mean, you'll hear the rebel songs being sung in pubs. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's, it's telling the story. Yes. True song, and then as yes. it's carried on, it's the way yeah. of passing it on. Mm. Uh, and similarly, in fact, actually, with the singing of, 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 of hymns, yes. uh, you're talking about the very self same thing. You're, you're, you're singing the faith. 
Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a marvelous way of expressing. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, there are some hymns that I say, I would cry at. Yeah. In fact, I mean, because the touch. Yeah. The touch mm-hmm. quite deeply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have a big tradition. And that's the end of the first part of the interview I had. Um, apologies about the sound. Uh, the sound mightn't have been brilliant, <coughs> but hopefully you can get the idea. So we're just going to take a break now and uh, come back for the second part. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the third part of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley, and this morning we are listening to an interview that I made with former Dean Maurice Sir, Church of Ireland, um, Dean of St Mary's Cathedral in Limerick. So let's head out to the second part of the interview. You mentioned the youth there just a few minutes ago, you know, and I suppose within the Catholic tradition we always concern ourselves with this too, you know, will, how will the church be in a number of years' time now, because will the, will the youth be interested in, and stay with the church and so on? How do you find that within the Church of Ireland tradition, the youth, and have you got a concern for years to come? Um, you know, I think we all have the difficulty. Oh. If you look down through a congregation, very often the, the age perspective uh, Mm, yeah. <laughs> tends to be uh, uh, young families with young children mm. uh, and maybe middle-aged people towards the elderly yes. uh, and what we're missing mm. Uh, mm. very often actually are the, uh, this sort of teenager yes. uh, before marriage, pre-marriage people and that's a great pleasure because in fact I often think uh, that's you know, it's, 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 the, it's the starting point, really, yeah. uh, of, 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 of worthwhile, you know, mm. life. Mm. Uh, and that's missed. And some, sometimes, actually, we, we find, actually, that uh, <laughs> when people come from other places... Yes. from England, actually, interesting enough, mm. that, in fact, actually, this tradition of, of, of being taught prayers and what the church is, mm. in fact, actually, it's quite, it's quite a drawback. I mean, uh, I came across one youngster who didn't even know the Lord's Prayer, which is mm. saying something. <laughs> well, we can do, yeah. yeah. I'd say we can find, well, I'd say we can all find those. Mm. But I, I found from my own experience, I've had experience, um, I've, I've, I've travelled to a few places abroad, one of which was um, a place called Medjugorje, mm. a number of years ago, uh, actually just last year, and been in the presence of 60,000 young people. Yes. Now, they were living, and as you would say, singing their faith. Mm. They were just uh, they were sharing their testimonies, and that's a that's a great thing about youth and young people. That I think maybe our generation, when we can, they will share a lot more than we will. We're very conservative, and we're a little bit afraid to show a little bit. As I said, the other words, these people are seem to be open about it. And the the lesson that I got it from myself was that I sometimes need to go out and and look and experience at other maybe traditions or other, or other ways of, of, of staying connected with God, staying connected with Jesus Christ. Absolutely. And that might just well be through young people who are singing songs, as you just mentioned a few minutes ago, that I mightn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. But they're singing songs to the Lord. Mm-hmm. See, we have a lot to learn, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, so, you're so right. Of this, you mm-hmm. know, because, I mean, youth ministries... Unfortunately, youth ministries sometimes in fact they seem to be sort of running their sort of uh, separate paths yeah but uh, really in, in, in many ways in fact we should be learning from them very much so and, and seeing how in fact the faith can be uh, understood by and, and appreciated mm. by young people mm. they're hugely socially conscious mm. uh, and uh, I, 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 no uh, you're dead right actually that's where we must uh, listen yeah. So, in terms of um, a small bit concerned within the Catholic tradition about vocations, about you know mm-hmm. when people become nuns and priests and so on and so forth, within your own congregations, in terms of people entering ministry, do you, do you, do you see that's uh, falling off slightly or? It's no, it's, it's uh, we're we're reasonably solid from the point of view of, of, of uh, people going forward for ordination. Mm-hmm. We have different types of uh, um, of people going forward. People who, say for example, like, like myself, whenever I, I became um, uh, a part of the, of, of the um, training mm-hmm. for the ministry, mm-hmm. uh, I was only a young fellow, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was only just over 20. 
uh, when I started uh, on, on the training programme. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, and, and there are people who are uh, not much older than that now, uh, also being part of the training programme. Mm-hmm. But in fact, uh, there are quite a number of older people, mm-hmm. uh, people who have come in as, as late ordinance, as we would refer to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, some, some people, in fact, even after they've uh, moved towards an early retirement, uh, become uh, or, uh, uh, trained for ordination and uh, become what we would call them as NSMs, which are non-stipendary ministers. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Uh, For obvious reasons, when yeah, yeah, the yeah, property yes. need to be paid. Yes, yes, uh, yes. And, and there are quite a number of those as well. Mm-hmm. So it was in the context of, uh, mm-hmm. and of course we have a married clergy as well. As you know. <laughs> yes, there was another sort of a difference that we have also. Uh, if if they decide to get married, I mean, maybe some don't want to get them. Um, one of the memories that I had myself there was, was uh, going over to uh, Norwich uh, a number of years ago, Julian Norwich site, and uh, myself and my wife, we, we went into the, to the Church of England or the Anglican Shrine there, beautiful place. And when we went in there, it was just before six o'clock, and within the Catholic tradition, it's around six o'clock, they say the Angelus. Mm-hmm. We went in there, and they were saying the Angelus. Mm-hmm. And they were playing the rosary. And one of the beautiful things that I, that I, I noticed there, and I thought it was wonderful, as people come into churches, this particular church, they left little notes for petitions. Mm-hmm. My Aunt Mary said, please pray for her, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. In between each decade of the rosary, um, the minister uh, who was leading the rosary and the angelus was reciting these and letting us all know Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a wonderful thing to share this. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so my memory there was, you know, sometimes people think about the differences between us all, you know. And, and, and to me, it was a lovely lesson of how much we've got in common. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there the, are the number of things that, uh, oh. that actually uh, separate us, actually, are really many. Yeah, really. really. Yeah. It's, it's quite interesting, actually. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, okay, we have uh, paper infallibility and oh. marriage base and all this sort of stuff and so on. So but I, but for myself anyway, I think the ordinary person, especially these days, the more important, uh, you know, the more in, in what what I call belief, I call belief, and I call belief is that God created. You have a lovely website, the Church of Ireland website, and we went into it, and you got loads of information, and I, and I haven't got through it all. <laughs> but and each of the sacraments you had, it was beautiful, you know. And, and uh, I think there was one there on the Holy Trinity. You know, and the idea being that God the Father is the Creator, you know, just like ourselves, and Jesus Christ came down to save us. And then the Holy Spirit is with us all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wonderful thing to have within the whole Christian community. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you, you think you'd like to share with us in terms of um, the Church of Ireland and its liturgies? Maybe even its liturgies there for a moment. Maybe the, the, the Roman Catholic Church would have the, the Mass and so on. So, what sort of liturgies do? The commonly used within the church. Well, the, 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 obviously the, the chief sacrament would be the, the Eucharist. Really, okay. yeah, and uh, uh, we would normally try to have uh, a Eucharist celebration uh, in every parish every mm-hmm. Sunday, okay. somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we tend to have <laughs> a number of churches. Yes, yes. And, uh, and obviously the, the, it's, a, it's a priestly sacrament as in the Roman Catholic Church. Okay. But... Um, yeah, uh, that would be the primary one, mm-hmm. and then the second one would be would be uh, the matins or uh, morning prayer, as, as mm-hmm. it's called, mm-hmm. uh, or evening prayer. Actually, but it's going to be in the evening, uh, and these are sort of uh, liturgical services deriving from uh, the monastic um, uh, offices, mm-hmm. and uh, these, these these services could be read by uh, a reader. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oftentimes, you use his own prayers. Yes. But uh, nevertheless, I mean, the, 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 that's, that's the sort of the, the normal run of things. Mm-hmm. Eucharistic service yeah, would be the first, uh, obviously the one that people would want to have. Want to have, yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's not, it's, in your tradition, everything is, is, is through the Eucharist. Yes, yes. Or the Mass, yeah. so the mass so okay. okay. But uh, no, we, would, we would tend to be much more flexible than that. Mm-hmm. We would have morning prayer. But then, in fact, actually, uh, we were... Service of the Word, and this is a sort of one of the, mm. uh, the, 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 the new forms of liturgy that have been encouraged to, to allow for uh, greater um, participation by congregations mm. 
Mm. Uh, and, and that's that's the way we would we we've moved along. And we at say within the Catholic tradition, that sort of thing happens to you. Try to introduce things like maybe lecture divine, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, and our people are afraid of that. Sometimes they know that's that's for the priest or that's for the hierarchy. Within the Anglican Church of Ireland tradition, I say there's more uh, a, a sort of a joined up sharing of the service. Yes. Uh, well, I think actually both sides, mm -hmm. both of our traditions actually are trying now to involve very many more people. But that sometimes actually it's got now to a stage where perhaps uh, it's getting a bit confused. <laughs> yes. You yeah. see a whole pile of people checking up to, yeah. to say the prayers. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think actually uh, it, it helps an awful lot. Uh, it just it, it, it detracts or it, it distracts yeah, uh, people. Yeah. I, mean, I, I personally like to think maybe two people at the most you know, yeah. is, is adequate on any given Sunday. Mm -hmm. With prayers, for example, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll put obviously lay people who read uh, the lessons as well. Yes, yes. The scripture yeah. readings mm -hmm. of the Sunday. In fact, actually, you're using the revised common lecture you know, mm -hmm. ourselves, mm -hmm. right, yeah. and uh, our gospel readings very often are they exact. Was the exact same? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, just to, just to finish off this uh, this chast with my sir here in uh, St. Mary's Cathedral uh, in Limerick, Church of Ireland. Um, Mary and the Catholic tradition would have their um, their relationship with Mary, the mother of Jesus. And often a little bit obscure as, uh, as to where the Church of Ireland are coming from with Mary. Can you can you share a little bit of the Church of Ireland's Tradition with Mary. Yeah, I'm glad you asked the question <laughs> because a lot, a lot of people actually say, "Oh dear, they don't." Rome, got us on that one. <laughs> but, yeah. but actually, the, the, the cathedral that we're sitting in at the present time is, is dedicated to, to, uh, to Mary, to Mary, the Blessed Virgin, I suppose. And uh, no, we would we would have uh, Mary. You say mentioned the Mother of Jesus, yes. or indeed even the theological terms, Theotokos, yes. which is the Mother of, the, of, of God. The Mother of God, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> yes, we get into theology. Yes, 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 yes. That's okay. We don't want to go into serious stuff. Yeah. But, uh, no, and we would hold her in an exceptionally high place within the, uh, uh, the, the saints that, you know, we, we would commemorate. Yeah. Uh, several uh, days that we would actually devote to the, the Virgin Mary actually within the liturgy of the church um, and uh, but we wouldn't we wouldn't have the same emphasis uh, as uh, uh, the Roman Catholic mm -hmm. tradition uh, on praying to Mary okay and that actually our prayers would uh, uh, yes would, would always be through Jesus yes and yes. I think mm -hmm. mm -hmm. you tend to do that mm -hmm. now as well mm -hmm. but um, uh, there would be a sort of a popular uh, tradition, though, of praying to Mary yes. as a sort of person who could persuade Jesus to do something. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, yes. Uh, and, and I often, I often wonder about that. Uh, but uh, no, we was we was uh, Mary very, very high up the yeah. uh, the scales of of, of uh, observance. And you mentioned their saints. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously, we within the within the Catholic tradition again, there'd be there'd be days when we would remember. You know, saints have gone before us. Mm -hmm. Within the Church of Ireland, would they have that tradition? We do, yes. Yeah. Not the same number. That's the same number, yeah. Not well, we number. kind of reduce them a little bit and move them around. Yeah, we're <laughs> probably adding to some <laughs> of them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a very um, one for the Catholic uh, Diocese of Limerick, uh, St. Ita. Yeah, uh, which we celebrated last weekend. Right. It's over in your area. Uh, oh, new that's right. Yes. Uh, oh. uh, and Michael Keaton gave us a lot of reflection on that last mm. Uh, mm. last Sunday. And St. Munson here. That's <laughs> right, at Munson, of course, oh. too. So, therefore, within the Church of Ireland, you know, there are still a lot of things that we do have in common. Absolutely. You know, yeah. saints, Mary, praying to Jesus, the Bible. That you do our faith, our faith, our faith. A total faith. and uh, more particularly, and I say, our faith uh, expressed through community. Yeah, and uh, one of the, the sad parts, and I say, is whenever people actually are trying to do the same thing but in their different little traditions, yeah. when really, and I say, it could be done together. Mm. A lot of it could be done together yeah. and done better together. With the help of God, someday that'll happen. 
What's your final uh, word you'd like to leave us here in Sacred Space in West Limit 102? Uh, what, what sort of thoughts would you like to leave us in regard to us and our thinking, or maybe our new, our new thinking now, on the Church of Ireland after we've had this chat with you this morning? What, what would you like us to take away with us? And that there were not, <laughs> there were not dangerous. <laughs> that we well, uh, sometimes I think actually maybe the Christians should, should be a little bit dangerous, <laughs> yes, certainly yes. going out and, uh, and, and, and and doing things. No, that's the Church of Ireland is part of the uh, worshiping family of God, yes. uh, and uh, you know has has a proper place mm. uh, within the community, striving to actually put forward the gospel of love. Uh, within all, all of that, so, uh, once we, we forget actually that we were people actually with a story, uh, yes, yes. Uh, and, and sometimes we forget to tell us or even say it. <laughs> we just certainly have to get into practice with that one, <laughs> Dean Morris. Um, thank you very much, Dean, for joining us this morning. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for your time, and I think we should leave this particular interview, if it's okay with you, um, to do what's we all strive to do, which is to follow what the Lord wants us to do. And the Lord asked us to pray a prayer. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might lead us in with the praying of the Our Father, Grace, and we'll, we'll finish up the program. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the small little differences okay. that we have, actually, within okay. the context of, 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 of prayer, yeah. uh, we usually have the, the, the final uh, <laughs> piece of the Lord's Prayer that... Is, is, as you have a little difference on. That's okay. You know, but may, may I use the... Please do that. Yeah, I can say that. And I might know a little bit of it. We'll see. Okay. So just quietly we remember that uh, we are in the presence of God and we ask his blessing on us. And so we say, Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. name. Thy, thy kingdom come. Thy will, will be done on earth as it is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Dean Morris, thank you very much indeed for your time this morning. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And hopefully we might chat to you again sometime. Indeed, I hope to listen to your podcast later. Please, God. And it's, it's a bit, the ones I've listened to already, very interesting. God bless it's, it's a marvellous thing that you're doing. Thank you very much indeed. the housebound and those who don't go to church. That's, yeah. what, it, that's what it's all about. Back it's, to church is what we want to talk about. It's, God bless you now. Bye-bye. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Now, that was myself and Dean Morris speaking there last weekend. I hope that gave you um, some idea. Uh, it wasn't theologically based, but some idea about uh, the Church of Ireland and, and how it's structured and, and a little bit of a differences. But the main thing is we all believe in God. i better go for a break and come back um, again with just a few short little things. Sacred Space. On West Limerick 102. And welcome back to the fourth part of final uh, of Sacred Space in West Limerick 102. My name is John Keeley. That about almost wraps up the program for today. Um, as I said, I hope you got something from that interview with uh, with Dean Morris, and thank you very much indeed, indeed Dean, for your, for your hospitality, and welcome to St Mary's Church of Ireland Cathedral in Limerick. Just one quick notice that I've been asked to mention, and that is from the Newcastle West Bereavement Support Group. Uh, they have a celebration of light for those bereaved by suicide. The ceremony will take place on Sunday the 29th of January, that's Sunday next, at 4pm in Newcastle West Church. This is a celebration of music, song and prayer and healing. We invite all those who have been bereaved by suicide to attend as it is not confined to Newcastle West Parish. We would also ask if people wish they may bring a photo of their loved one, framed or unframed. Bring it with them to the ceremony to take place on our ta- to take place on our table of remembrance. So that's the Newcastle West Bereavement Support Group are invited people to a celebration of light for those bereaved by suicide. And this ceremony takes place on Sunday the twenty ninth of January at 4pm, that's next Sunday in Newcastle West Church so time for me to go uh, for this programme for this week, thank you very much indeed for joining me 
I enjoyed. Uh, I, I apologise again for the for the sound quality. No doubt I'll improve the more outside broadcast type of thing that I do, the better. Um, next week we hope to have with us Father Fancy Cullinan. Father Fancy is the delegate from Limerick um, to the Eucharistic Congress, which is uh, coming up in um, June of this year. So we hope to have Father Fancy with us next week. And hopefully I'll have somebody else to join me in the studio as well. Thanks again for joining me. I'm going to go out with a piece of music that Dean Morris uh, asked me to play. It's from uh, uh, Brian Dawson, and it's a lovely piece of music. I really enjoyed it myself. It's entitled Take My Life and Let It Free. Take my life and let it be. So until next week, John Keeley saying bye-bye now. Sacred Space on West Limerick 102.